This is NLRT USA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, December 9th, 2023. This week in security news, FBI Director Christopher Wray is once again warning Congress and the nation regarding the rising threat of Islamic terrorism. On Tuesday, during hearings before the Senate Judiciary Committee, Director Wray was questioned by Senator Lindsey Graham regarding the overall threat matrix. Here's a portion of that exchange. How long have you been associated with the FBI? Well, I've been director a little over uh, six years, but I've been working with the FBI my whole career, really. Let's put a fine point on where we're at today as America. How would you describe the threat matrix against America today from your point of view after having been at the FBI most of your adult life? So what I would say that is unique about the environment that we're in right now in my career is that while there may have been times over the years where individual threats could have been higher here or there than where they might be right now. I've never seen a time where all the threats, or so many of the threats, are all elevated all at exactly the same time. That's what makes this environment that we're in now so fraught and why funding our men and women who are working shoulder to shoulder with state and local law enforcement and other partners every day makes it even more important, not less. So. Blinking red lights analogy about 9-11, all the lights were blinking red before 9-11. Apparently, obviously, all of us missed it. Would you say that there's multiple blinking red lights out there? I see blinking lights everywhere I turn. Okay. All right. Can't say any better than that. Uh, Who's driving all these problems? Let's start with Iran. What is Iran trying to do to America? So Iran, which is, of course, the world's biggest state sponsor of terrorism, let's start there. Um, Iran, just in the last couple of years, if you want to bring it home here to the homeland, in the last couple of years, Iran has tried to assassinate a former U.S. national security advisor on U.S. soil, has tried to kidnap and then (laughs) try to kill a journalist, American journalist and human rights activist, right smack in the middle of New York City, has conducted a cyber attack on a children's hospital in New England. And for extra credit, as Director Ratcliffe and I announced in the fall of 2020, tried to interfere in the last presidential election. So that's just a start. So if that's not enough to convince people. They've been pretty good to work with, right? (laughs) Okay, let's look at, uh, you said 80, we found enough fentanyl to kill 80% of American people? And that's just in the last two years. Okay, do you think we missed some fentanyl? Absolutely. Okay, Uh, what role does China play in the fentanyl problems America has? Well, I'd start with uh, China supplies most of the precursors uh, to the cartels in Mexico, which then leads to the fentanyl that comes here. Uh, And that's been talked about a fair amount, and it's a huge problem, but in addition to that, China is also responsible for an awful lot of the pill presses, manufacturing of the pill presses, which, of course, are also used. And in addition to that, a lot of people don't know this, but China is also responsible for an awful lot of the precursors for the meth that's manufactured south of the border as well. Do you see that getting better? I do not. Let's talk about Russia. What are they up to? Well, besides their unconscionable aggression in Ukraine, uh, Russia has one of the uh, most advanced, most widespread uh, cyber, offensive cyber programs in the world. Uh, They have invested in it very heavily uh, and have used it in different ways against us and our allies. 
Uh, they have intelligence officers here in the United States, uh, too many uh, by any measure. They uh, also provide safe haven to cyber criminals who, uh, whether they're working for the Russian government or not, uh, are conducting cyber attacks against uh, you know, us and our allies all over the world. So that's just a start. Okay, let's go to uh, international terrorist organizations. One of my concerns is after Afghanistan, we sort of put international terrorism on steroids. Are you concerned that international terrorism threats to the homeland are rising as the border continues to be broken? I am concerned that we are in an elevated threat environment, a heightened threat environment from foreign terrorist organizations um, for a whole host of reasons. Um, and obviously their ability to exploit uh, any port of entry, including our southwest border, is a source of concern. You know, with, there's a lot of discussion about numbers, and numbers are important, but let's not forget that it didn't take a big number of people on 9-11 to kill 3,000 people. So while numbers are important, numbers don't tell the whole story, and we have seen an increase uh, in so-called KSTs, known as suspected terrorists, attempting to, to cross, uh, you know, over the last five years. Would you say kind of putting a fine point on this topic, <clears throat> that right now is the largest threat we face as a nation uh, from international terrorist organizations since 9-11? Well, uh, it's certainly higher than it's been in a long, long time. Let me put it that way. Because if you just look post-October 7th, and, and I thought the threat was elevated before October 7th, but post-October 7th, you've seen a, a veritable rogues gallery of foreign terrorist let's, organizations let's, calling for attacks against us. Okay, so October the 7th was devastating to our friends in Israel. So your testimony before this committee, since October 7th, the uh, urging of foreign terrorist organizations to attack America has gone up. Is that fair to say? Yes, the threat level has gone to a whole nother level since October 7th. Okay, folks, you're on notice. And overseas, the EU's Home Affairs Commissioner, Elva Johansson, told reporters on Tuesday that Europe faces a, quote, huge risk of terrorist attacks, unquote, over the Christmas holiday period due to fallout from the war between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas. Her comments came on the sidelines of a meeting of EU interior ministers gathered in Brussels. Next up, this week Alert USA subscribers received multiple SMS alerts to their mobile devices regarding a range of matters, including a 7.0 earthquake in the Philippines, a bomb threat and lockdown at Pensacola Naval Air Station, alerts regarding the mass shooting on the campus of the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, as well as Director Ray's comments on the threat environment shortly after they were made. In travel security news, Alert USA cautions listeners that if air travel is part of your end-of-year holiday plan, be advised that the Transportation Security Administration reports having intercepted more than 5,000 firearms at airport security checkpoints nationwide during just the first three quarters of this year. That's right, 5,000 in just nine months, and 94% of those weapons were loaded. That's an average of more than 19 per day nationwide. Make this mistake, and the penalties can be stiff, including arrest and or citation, civil penalties of nearly $15,000, and the likely loss of the weapon. If you are a firearm owner and frequently carry, it is strongly recommended that you start packing for your holiday trip with completely empty bags. Make sure there's nothing in there that could derail your holiday plans. Next up, 
Listeners are reminded that just weeks ago, the U.S. State Department issued a new worldwide caution warning of the potential for terrorist attacks, demonstrations, and other violent actions against U.S. citizens and interests globally. The State Department is urging U.S. citizens overseas to exercise increased caution, particularly in locations frequented by tourists, and to get registered with the U.S. Embassy or Consulate in the country you are in or planning to visit. This is as simple as visiting the Smart Traveler Enrollment Program website at step.state.gov. In addition to U.S. government travel guidance, it is also highly useful to visit the equivalent websites of the Canadian, Australian, and U.K. governments to see what those nations have to say about your destination, as the content of security assessments can vary widely. Links to those foreign government sites can also be found in the weekly Threat Journal email newsletter. If you are not a Threat Journal subscriber, simply visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up. The publication is free, and a copy of this week's issue will be immediately sent to you via email. New subscribers also receive a powerful report titled Deadly Verses, 164 Passages About Jihad from the Quran. If you want to understand what drives the barbarism unleashed by Hamas in their October 7th attack on Israel, not to mention that which the world experienced over multiple years with the Islamic State, this report will provide answers. The document also includes a primer on Islam, as well as clear explanations of their trilogy of holy books and Sharia law, a side-by-side comparison with Christianity on key religious doctrines, and much more. Arm yourself with knowledge. Visit ThreatJournal.com to sign up for the newsletter and download your copy of the report. If you would like to receive Homeland Security-related threat and incident alerts on your mobile device, such as those mentioned in this podcast, visit AlertsUSA.com. AlertsUSA continues to monitor the overall domestic and international threat environment and will immediately notify service subscribers via SMS messages and email of breaking incidents of national significance, as well as any alerts, warnings, and advisories impacting the overall threat picture for American citizens as events warrant. This has been an AlertsUSA Threat Journal, Homeland Security Weekly Update for Saturday, December 9th, 2023.